0: Welcome to Let's Talk Autism Podcast. I'm Misha Davey, and this is my co-host. Hi, it's Christelle. (laughs) Hello, Christelle. Um, Hey there, Mish. We had a little bit of time out there, Christelle. We had a week off. How dare you? Where was you? I wouldn't call it a week off, but yeah, we didn't record the podcast, but we have been doing a lot of other things. I know. I've been busy, Christelle, writing reports. Lots and lots of school reports because I'm a teacher again now. Did you know? You're What? (laughs) Chris oh, you know what? what I actually ended up finding right well my mum did my old year 11 school report hey this is like so hilarious you really need to post that on Instagram <laughs> so my old school report said that I was too talkative too cheerful and overwhelming so just a f- funny human being then how can you be too cheerful and I remember the the teacher that wrote that very well Chris Do you remember
1: I do remember him. I we think... won't
0: come into slanderous
1: conversation. We won't, but... but I think that just goes to show that that person was very miserable.
0: <laughs> yeah, just grumples teachers, Chris. I'm glad I'm not a <laughs> grumples teacher.
1: Oh, I'm glad you're not a grumples teacher. Are you that, that fun...
0: fun, too chatty, too happy, too everything teacher? <laughs> okay. Anyway, do you know what I say? I reckon yours said very similar as well, Christelle. Mm, but do mm-hmm. you know what I say to that teacher with the two Look at us, huh? Podcasting. That's where the two yeah. talkative went. All right, sir. You, using our skills, we are. <laughs> and today, Chris, I'm excited because we've got Casey coming back to talk about autistic burnout. Or oh, Casey burnout. from Sensorial. Yeah, who did the giveaway for us. Oh, mm-hmm. lovely. Yeah, so great. So she's come back and agreed to speak to us because we have to ask. Thank her you, Casey. So even though we're quite forceful, um, (laughs) (laughs) but really, really can't wait to speak to her. So should we get her on?
1: Let's get her on. Come on, Case. Come on down.
0: Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. We are joined today again, welcoming back Casey from Sensorial Sensory Boxes on Instagram. Hiya, Casey. Hi. Hi, Casey. So Hi. good to have you back. <laughs> really, you. really excited about today's episode because this is actually something we get asked a lot to do episodes on. And obviously, Christelle and I can't, <laughs> can't tell yeah. anybody about it, okay? <laughs> yeah. So you are the expert, Casey. <laughs> we are, we're talking about burnout, aren't we? Yeah. So can you tell us what burnout is? Because actually, I don't know about you, Chris, but I hadn't heard a, of this at all until till we last had you on with Shane and when you guys were speaking it kind of clicked that this is what happens to my son sometimes and we were really really intrigued and interested to know more and as I say Christelle and I we can't tell anybody about this because because we're not autistic <laughs> you are <laughs> so you are our expert our fountain of knowledge <laughs> so, so burnout what is burnout
2: so burnout and I don't speak for every autistic who has had burnout or as in burnout, I speak from my experiences um, and those that I know. Burnout can present very much like depression. So if you go to the doctors, they'll just diagnose you with depression and put you on antidepressants. But it isn't necessarily depression because what happens is you've gone through, say you've had a week of school and that whole week of school, you've been masking and you've been socialising and you've done a lot that week. At the end of the week, Because you've been masking, you've been almost sucking in all those autistic traits and not letting them out. Your brain kind of just shuts down because it's overworked itself because it's doing things that doesn't come naturally to it. So it's like, I can't do this anymore. And we're just going to go back to basics. A lot of people regress. I regress. And you'll sleep all day, like you feel like you need to sleep or you may go non-verbal. So a lot of us that are verbal, we may find that we go non-verbal. So people talk to us. It's kind of just not like happening (laughs) Um, in the vocal area. We're just kind of like we're going mute and it's kind of like, yeah, no, that's not happening today. I look at it this way that sometimes I'll go mute because my brain has to decide on what to keep functioning so say I'm walking around I can't walk and talk at the same time if I'm in burnout because that is too much for my brain to process it's kind of like okay so do I stop walking or do I stop talking so talking Mm. is a non-necessity whereas if I'm walking around town I need to continue walking my legs can't just give way on me so my brain will keep my legs functioning but will stop my mouth functioning so that I don't have yeah. to worry about thinking about a conversation, thinking about my responses, thinking about, because it, that is like a lot of people that is talking is easy. Why is that so hard? You know? And I mean, I see where they're coming from, but it is, it is a lot for us to process and because our brains are wired differently, a lot of the things that everybody does day in, day out, that's so simple and comes so naturally takes us The whole world of effort. So when you've been doing that for so long, so I've been in burnout for a year and a bit now.
0: You're actually in burnout at the moment, Casey.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so burnout can last um for like a day. It can last a few days. It can last a week. It can last a few weeks, and then it can last. It's like it varies. So there is no real time limit of when it's going to be like yeah, okay, I'm going to be okay to function. The way that i was functioning beforehand
1: so is it right in saying it's like an overload yeah so when i was reading uh, um i read that it said sensory overload for, for dealing with situations of life you know de- um things that are depressive so all them kind of things coming all together and then yeah basically you shut down yes you just completely shut down
2: that's exactly yeah? it yeah completely shut down i mean i regress so i go into something which is kind of embarrassing for me, but I think it's good to talk about that I go in something of what I call kid Casey. So I I regress into like, I present like a four-year-old. So I'll act and talk like a four-year-old because that is easier than talking and acting like a 20-year-old. So, you know, and I, I guess it's probably weird for people from the outside looking in, but actually that means that my brain has got less to deal with. I don't have to worry about what's in my bank. I don't have to worry about what people are talking about on social media. I don't have to worry about, you know, doing adult things. So it's in burnout, you kind of, you can kind of regress, become more autistic. And I hate saying that, but it's it, it. people who don't know you or know you a little bit, they'll be like, oh, but you weren't like this before. Like you're more autistic now. And it's like, no, I'm not more autistic. I'm just not masking anymore because I don't have the the ability to mask at the moment because my body needs to rest my brain needs to take a break and needs to not do any of that stuff so yeah you, we do just kind of shut down and we do the minimal
0: <laughs> it's really really interesting Casey thank you so much for coming on and talking about this to us if you did go to a doctor and then they just didn't recognize it as that and gave you depression uh, antidepressants would that be really damaging
2: it's hard to say because like so I have depression and anxiety so antidepressants do help they mm-hmm. make me less paranoid and they make me be able to actually get up in the morning so before I was on and before I was actually on any antidepressants I don't think I was actually in burnout I was getting to burnout
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, and you become very irritable when you know you're kind of on the verge of being in burnout and that's when your brain's trying to tell you like you need to stop otherwise we're not going to do anything for the next week or so because we're going to shut down so that's when I went on antidepressants when I was starting to like go on the edge but some antidepressants will work for some people some won't but if you're in burnout for like a few weeks then I guess it wouldn't help because it isn't depression it's burnout and then you can come out of that in a few weeks time yeah. so then you're not going to need what the antidepressants are going to do and there are antidepressants that make you depressed so if yeah. you're not depressed it's then dangerous. you'll be like yeah yeah so um I mean that's something that the doctors you have to kind of like talk about it so if you know about it then it's good to talk about talk about it with the doctor because we didn't know anything about it until I was put on uh, an antidepressant called fluoroxetine which works for a lot of people but for me it brought me way down and it was scary and we were like look this isn't working and so we decided to you know look it up like people do we searched on google and we read loads about autistic burnout and it was like huh this sounds mm. more like what's happening yeah. but the doctor because the gps are gps they are general practitioners general, yeah that they're, they're they're not you know clued up about this stuff
1: they're not specialists are they
2: yeah exactly yeah and um, I
1: saw read that some people experience physical pain such as headaches do you experience anything like that
2: oh yeah I get loads of headaches yeah my whole face hurts my eyes hurt my ears hurt my nose hurts and it's kind of like sometimes I get like it isn't a migraine because it doesn't affect light and I don't get nauseous but I'll have a headache for like like the whole night, the whole evening, the whole night. I'll wake up during the middle of the night and still have the headache. And I honestly do think that that's just because your brain's working overtime, and it's like, like you, your brain hurts. Like it's not my head; it's my actual brain, and I can feel my brain hurt. Get that, that inter like we were speaking about in the last episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, I think my body aches more when I'm in burnout because it's working overtime. Before burnout, I could probably go to the shops and then I could go have lunch with some friends mm. and then I could probably take the dogs for a walk and then I can chill for a bit and then I'll watch some TV whereas now in burnout I do the shopping and then I would have to come home so it's like it's like I have to plan out my week so that I don't overdo it and some days I'll feel better and I'll be like yeah well, I'll do some more you know I'll mm. Like the other day, I I went shopping and then I did something else. And then I came home and was like, well, the dogs need a bath. So I'll bath the dogs. And then now I'm paying for that because now I'm extremely tired and I don't want to do anything because I overdid it on that one day. But I felt so good that one day that I was like, do you know what? I can I can do it all. So it's difficult to know when you're going to feel like you're going to come out of burnout. Hmm. But is there anything
1: that can help that can help um, someone come out of? coming out of burnout or is it just that you have to let it run in course
2: I think different things work for different people I haven't found my thing that works for me yet I mean lots and lots of schedules I have loads of schedules everywhere and as I said kind of like maybe using spoon theory I don't know how many people know about spoon theory to say you you start with 10 spoons in a day and that's your energy levels and then so every time you do a task that task costs a certain amount of spoons so say having a shower with one spoon so now you've only got nine spoons to last you the rest of the day and then say like meeting up with some friends that's three spoons so now you've got however many that's six spoons left so it's kind of like you have to kind of I don't know if that makes sense
0: no yeah it's really interesting actually so we, in regards socially yeah. I mean, as you were saying, every single person, this is going to be different, isn't it? For Like yeah. depression, you know, depression is different in every single person. Yeah. So there's anxiety, we're going through our own journeys with this. So with burnout, with those that are autistic, how does that work socially for you? Do you feel sociable? Do you need people around you? Or can you think like, no way, just go away? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't crave interaction. I am 100% an introvert and an autistic who could go weeks without talking to another human. That would be fine for me. Obviously, I can't say what it's like for autistics who love to interact and love to say hi to strangers and things like that. My, My cousin, who is autistic, he he loves social interaction, he'll say hello to everyone, he'll get on the bus and he'll say hello to every single person, he'll take an old woman's shopping home and like have a discussion with her but I'm like no, don't, like I'll see someone and be like please don't, please don't even look at me, don't talk to me, no interaction whatsoever so with burnout, so that's me normally, <laughs> so in, in burnout I'm like I'm don't even just don't even try I'm not gonna respond (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I mean some people would see it as rude but a lot of the time that I mask outside the house and inside the house everybody knows so it's like if I don't respond I'm not being rude
0: yeah they're supportive of you yeah so it's
2: easier inside the house but like outside the house I mask which doesn't help the burnout because then I'm Mm. I'm kind of doing what put me and Ben out in the first place but then Mm. my kind of my morals don't want me to seem rude then I'm like if a stranger talks to me I'm like (laughs) hi (laughs) okay so I try to avoid so if I see someone coming towards me looking like they're one I can kind of spot (laughs) them I look like, okay, you're a chatter. I'm just going to...
0: I'm going to cross the road. Yeah. you would be crossing (laughs) the road at me. I talk to everybody I meet. Hi, Hi. what's that
2: you got?
1: (laughs) So are your friends and family quite understanding of this in terms of there's times where you just want to be in the house you don't want to talk to anybody and it's not because anybody's done anything to you it's just that you're in the burnout I don't know what the correct way to say it in the burnout in the burnout in burnout, <laughs> in burnout. yeah, yeah. social <laughs> media sound really really cool like
0: in the burnout,
1: <laughs> in the burnout. <laughs> yeah but are they understanding of that or oh, do you yeah. find that some people struggle with it and say oh I called you six times you didn't call <laughs> me back
2: I mean, I don't have a lot of friends personally. And I think maybe it is one of the reasons why I don't have many friends because they're like, well, you don't message me. And it's like, well, I have nothing to say. And it's like, of course, if I met up with them when I wanted to, I would have something to say because they're my friend. But I feel like with a friendship, we don't need to talk. Like, why can't you just be in my presence? Like, why can't we just... And I do have friends where, you know, we'll go out for a meal or we'll go out and one of my things is paint and pottery so we'll go out and paint pottery together and we won't talk the entire time but at the end of it I'll be like oh this has been nice this has been great I've loved it and they've been fine with that I think that is the reason that I don't have a lot of friends is that I do find social interaction really hard. But inside the household, everyone's really supportive. You know, my mum will make sure that it's not something else, you know, so she'll just message me. She won't shout. She won't call me. She won't come in my room. So if I come up to my room or I've been quiet for a few hours, she'll just message me and say, Are you OK? And just make sure that I'm not, you know, in a meltdown or anything like that. Then she leaves me alone. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm fine. I just need time to rest because I can text texting is easier than if I have to respond to a text I will respond to the text but if someone messages me and I don't really feel like like if it's just like a hi I'm like well I don't I can't be asked to deal with that right now so I'm not (laughs) because that takes a lot of brain power yeah if it's my mum that messages me then I'll just say yeah no so in that respect I am very lucky that my family are very supportive because I know that a lot of other people probably have it different and a lot of families probably don't understand why yeah. we can't respond, but yeah.
0: Well, oh, thanks so much, oh. Casey. This has been yeah. really, really interesting. And I knew we'd learn a lot from you, Casey. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming yeah. back on. <laughs> and, it, and it explains so much as well. I think sometimes that my son might, might uh, have this, as I was saying, there's sometimes where it can go, he can go just a couple of days. I mean, he's only seven and he just won't, really want to engage with us and we kind of like, oh what's wrong and mm. you know what's the matter and we as he's got older we are kind of like right let's just leave him we know we've seen this happen we've seen that he comes back around and where some days he'll go out and say hello to the neighbors on the school run and say let's have the children and that kind of he'll just not engage with us at all yeah you know, and just want to be not want to play with his sister he just wants mm. to be with you know, just his own time with yeah. his trains. So I, I guess that's the kind of way he's sort of expressing burnout, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot of the time right. um, in burnout, for me anyway, I like to be by myself. I'm quite okay in the company of myself. I could spend all day by myself. I mean, there are now and then where I want my mum and I want my dad mm. and I want to be with them. I don't necessarily have to say anything. They don't necessarily have to say anything but just like being with them, but it won't be for long. It'd be about maybe two hours and then I'll come back by myself and i quite like to be in like a, in like my own little, my own little world, my own little cave, I guess. Everything that I need, everything that's safe for me is around me. So a lot of the time in burnout, I will just kind of hide if it, (laughs) if if there's any, I don't know any other way to put it. I'm not hiding on purpose, but I'm hiding from, the world, I guess, because that is a lot to process. But inside my little case
1: yeah, like a timeout,
2: Just yeah, my son says that
0: But to me and I used to get really sad too, Chris, because mm. obviously, like Christelle, you know, we we went to school together. And me and you are uh, quite sort of sociable, when there would be rare times, Christelle, mm. that I would not be speaking to anybody at school, <laughs> so, <laughs> never in the history of Earth. But my son, sort of like sometimes I say, "Oh, who did you play at school today?" And if he is kind of going through one of. As we say, which is probably burnout for him, he was saying, Nobody.
2: And mm. I go, What do you yeah. mean?
0: He was like, Well, you're in the playground on your own. Like, what are you doing? He says, Just walking up and down. And I <laughs> go, Oh, like, didn't you ask, like, he's one to one to help you? Why didn't mm. you? He's like, I like being on my own. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think, you know what, for a lot of us, we find it hard to understand. So, for example, when you have someone who's autistic and they just want to be by themselves and they don't want any bother, Me, naturally, I'll be in your face. Can I get you anything? Yeah. A cup of coffee, (laughs) cup of tea. And, you know, and I think we're just learning that everybody's different. Yeah. Take a step back. Give people their space as well. But I think it's just, well, sometimes we overcompensate for certain things. And sometimes we just, we want to make sure the person is okay. Okay. You know? So, yeah. So just trying to learn how an individual is and how they want to be, dealt with I feel is really really important whereas even when I was doing speech therapy with my son they said give him two minutes to answer Mm -hmm. back if you ask him a question and you know for me giving someone two minutes is very unnatural it's very unnatural (laughs) because you know usually what we do and what I've noticed taking a step back and I watch other people do to him I think I've said it before they'll ask him a question how are you how was your day what did you do that's three questions. Yeah. That's free a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah. And he's like,
2: um,
1: <laughs> it's like, which one know? do I
2: answer first? Yeah. And like, I'm thinking it's a what? lot of questions.
1: Yeah. And yeah. you haven't actually stepped back to just take a minute and s- just see what he is going to say. But because yeah. he's not pre-verbal at the moment, people assume, oh, he's not going to say nothing. I'll just ask him loads of, loads of questions. Yeah. Know? But when I done the, like do that method where you just give it two minutes say nothing I'm telling you 20 seconds in I'm like mm. <laughs> you know you're you're literally itching to say something yeah to say something else yeah you really itch to say something and it's just learning that you are now giving that person their time to process yeah what you've said and it's not about okay you 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 like kind of imposing yourself <laughs> yeah
2: yeah
0: <laughs> on them so yeah that's really good oh thanks so much Casey it's been absolutely wonderful having you back on and you've got your, your little small business haven't you going on which is fantastic yeah yeah
2: I've opened back up now I've not got a lot of stock left because I'm going on holiday on Monday Woohoo! so <laughs> I'm going to try and, and we wait we come <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone everyone can come everyone just come <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the dogs as well taking Nan the dogs ah, everyone's going anyway, So, oh that be
0: um, great so yeah. head over to Sensorial Sensory Boxes Yeah, Sensorial Sensory Boxes thank you So much, Casey. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks so much, Casey. Bye. Bye.